Grace to you in peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, the message for this Monday, Thursday evening uh, comes from us from those gospel words from John chapter 13, read just now. So it's Monday, Thursday, and here we are in the choir loft of the sanctuary at St. John's while you are in your living rooms or family rooms at home watching this service. And this is a place where we would all like to be together. We chose this location for our service this evening to have as our backdrop the chancel that you see before you, the suspended cross and the cross shadowing that is on the chancel wall, really so very appropriate for this Holy Week now. This will be a Holy Week. This will be an Easter Sunday that we will carry with us for the rest of our lives. As future years come and go, we will remember clearly this particular year of 2020. It's very apparent that the Lord, in the midst of all that is happening, is opening new doors of opportunity to share the gospel virtually. And we here, like so many other houses of worship, have scrambled to move quickly to online worship services. And that has stretched us to figure out ways to continue proclaiming uh, the good news of Jesus in new ways using the technology that's available to us. And truth be told, we are impacting far more people virtually than we could ever hope to do in person. And yet we long to be together in person. And so we've sort of stumbled into this new era of ministry under circumstances that on our own none of us would ever have chosen. And so, what will be the lasting impact of all of these changes? What will life be like? How will it be different going forward post-coronavirus? All of these things remain to be seen. Uh, and uh, we figure out what that looks like going forward into the future. But the good news is that the same Lord Jesus Christ who has been in the midst of his people during adverse times and difficult days in the past is with us even now, especially now. His right hand is leading us. His love is upholding us. And so the message for this Monday, Thursday evening rises up out of the closing words of Jesus from the gospel lesson. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And so the message based on those words of Jesus is entitled, Deliver Us, Jesus, that we may love one another. May the Lord's rich and abundant blessing rest upon the preaching, 
the hearing and the living of his word for Jesus' sake. This day is called sometimes Monday Thursday, sometimes Holy Thursday. Whatever name you use, it refers to the same day. And this day, like Palm Sunday slash Sunday of the Passion, has a two-part or dual emphasis. First of all, Monday Thursday commemorates Jesus' institution of the Lord's Supper. This is what we heard about in that epistle reading from Paul's uh, letter, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And that strange word, Monday, um, really is a mashup of uh, two Latin words, novum mandatum. Novum meaning new, mandatum, where we get our word mandate or command, new command. And so really, Monday, Thursday, means new command Thursday. And that takes us back to what Jesus said, the new command that he has given us to love one another. The Lord's Supper, the sacrament of the altar, has its origins in the Passover meal, which began last evening at sundown, Wednesday evening. And this is what Jesus and his disciples were celebrating on the night in which he was betrayed. The Passover, uh, which is what we heard about in the first scripture reading from Exodus chapter 12, that is rooted in the 10th and final plague which God brought, bought, brought upon Pharaoh and the Egyptians to show forth his power that the Lord would be honored and glorified over against the gods of Egypt. And so the firstborn of the Egyptians were struck down while God's people were passed over and kept safe because of the blood of the lamb that marked their doorposts and their lintels, we are told. There are some striking parallels from this to our own time today. And I am indebted to uh, Pastor Travis Guzzi, our central region uh, facilitator within our southeastern district here, who had some of these insights to share. He wrote, God's people Israel were instructed to shelter in place as a pandemic swept through the nation of Egypt. This plague passed over the homes of those who believed God's promises and in faith put on their doorposts the blood of the Lamb Today, as we shelter in place and pray for God to deliver us from this pandemic that we are experiencing in our day, we do so with the assurance that the doorposts of our hearts are covered with the blood of Jesus, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. The Passover meal even today, recalls God's gracious deliverance of his people from slavery 
and for setting them free. In fact, the Hebrew word for Passover, Pesach, is the root word for Easter in many different languages. Uh, Pasqua, Pasch, just to name a few. So the institution of the Lord's Supper and its roots in the Passover are the first theme of Monday Thursday. But there's a second theme also, and that is what we hear in the Gospel lesson. Jesus washing the feet of his disciples, which John's Gospel alone records, and his call for his disciples then and now to love one another as he has loved us. That foot washing might be an appropriate action that we should consider for our own homes today. We are not able to gather in the sanctuary, in the house of the Lord, to celebrate the Lord's Supper as we would like to do, but maybe we can replicate that foot washing in our own homes. Something to think about. The foot washing carried great symbolic meaning. It was an act of hospitality which was prevalent in Middle Eastern culture. A dry, arid climate, people wore sandals, and so feet became very dirty. When going into someone's home as a guest, one of the first acts of hospitality that would be done would be to offer that guest a basin of water and a towel to wash your feet. If you had a servant, the servant would do that, but you as the host would not assume the role of servant. And so you see how Jesus is turning things upside down by what he is doing here. He is becoming the one who serves by washing the feet of his disciples and he is giving an example to his disciples of every time and place of what he is calling us to do today. Because of the coronavirus, we are not able to gather together as a congregation to receive the Lord's Supper, including on this night, when we give thanks for Jesus' institution of that Lord's Supper, we pray for and we look forward to that great day when we will once again gather together around both word and sacrament, the means of grace, God's gifts that call us and sustain us in faith. You know, it's a funny thing in life when what we long for may not be exactly what we really want, after all, case in point, we may have all longed for more time with our loved ones, right? And now, here it is. <laughs> the stay-at-home orders that are in place have led to a whole lot of togetherness for people under the same roof. Sometimes too much togetherness, as many, many people have shared in different places. 
For those who live alone, it's a different kind of challenge in a different way with little or no socialization with friends or loved ones. So how do we then love one another now in the midst of the coronavirus? How do we love one another as Christ has loved us when we feel confined and closed in at home? Jesus calls us to love one another as Christ has loved us right now. And right now, that love uh, has some social distancing boundaries, not only for our sake, but for the sake of those who are around us. In the midst of the challenges that we're facing in life right now in this time of the coronavirus, there are amazing things that are happening all around us. There are works of love. There are selfless deeds told and untold in the media. As people look not only to themselves and their own needs, but to the needs of others. You've heard many of these same stories as well. Neighbors really proving to be neighbors as they really care for one another. The kindness of strangers that is everywhere. And that is love. Not just in word, but in deed. An ancient hymn for this Monday Thursday puts it this way. Where charity and love prevail, there God is ever found brought here together by Christ's love. By love are we thus bound. After instituting the Lord's Supper, after washing the disciples' feet and giving them the new command to love one another, Jesus entered into the Garden of Gethsemane to wrestle in prayer. As he prayed, Father, take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but thy will be done. And it was there in the garden that Jesus was betrayed by one of his own, setting in motion a chain of events that would lead to his crucifixion on the day we call Good Friday. So as we enter into these solemn days that recall our Savior's suffering and death, it is important to remember that our Lord Jesus Christ was not a helpless victim. For the sake of love, Jesus allowed himself to be subjected to arrest and mock trial. Jesus allowed himself to be subjected to gross injustice and political expediency. Jesus allowed himself to experience horrendous suffering and scorn, even rejection by his heavenly Father. And, and why? Why this, this rage, this abuse? It is as Jesus himself tells us, this is the judgment the light has come into the world, 
and people loved the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. And yet, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The darkness has not, will not, and cannot overcome it. Jesus is that light shining in our darkness in delivering himself up to death on the cross. Jesus has delivered us from death. And he himself is love. Love that is self-giving, love that is sacrificial. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. On this Monday, Thursday, we celebrate the truth that Jesus has delivered us so that we may love one another. God help us to do this for Jesus' sake. Amen. And the God of peace himself sanctify you wholly. Your spirit, your soul, and your body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Amen. Amen.